Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and rips a hole in the hood of a pervert's car for every movie, show, and one shot and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter. As long as that's still working. You know what? It's lasted longer than I thought. So maybe just follow us on Twitter. And you can rate us on whatever podcast app, uh, five stars or above, which is honestly the best thing you can do for any podcast. And with that, today's episode is about Jessica Jones, Season 2, Episode 4, a.k.a. God Help the Hobo, originally dropped on Netflix on March 8th, 2018. And here's a reminder of what goes down in this episode. Jessica starts off the episode at an anger management group session, but it's okay because she scares the group into letting her go early. After examining the picture of the mysterious woman from last week's episode, Jessica realizes that she was wearing a wig, a really good wig. So Jessica and Trish try to hunt down who made it. They find out that the mystery lady probably had cancer, and they try to track down her medical records. Eventually, they get the records for Jessica, uh, the wizard, and a woman named Inez Green. After Trish tases Jessica, they decide to visit an area Inez might be living in. Uh, they find a building that they think she's living in, and they beat up a defenseless woman. They find out that this woman was uh, a nurse at IGH, and she is Inez Green. Uh, the mystery-powered woman was the patient, and they did not find the mystery-powered woman or know her name yet. Anyway, uh, separately, Trish and Griffin, her boyfriend, have to deal with the fallout of Jessica telling TMZ that they are breaking up. This happened last week's episode. Uh, also separately, Price Chang goes to Hogarth uh, because he still wants to sue Jessica. He's angry that his manhood was hurt, and he wants someone else to deal with it. After that, he goes to Malcolm to try to hire him away from Jessica. Uh, at some point, someone breaks into Jessica's apartment and steals everything that she has on IGH, plus other stuff too, accidentally. But, uh, who we later find out that this person works for Price Chang. But the guy gets killed by the mystery-powered woman. When the episode ends, Jessica is arrested because they think that she killed this guy. Uh, at some point, Griffin, Trisha's boyfriend, gets all mysterious and talks to a random person on a phone. Uh, mm. Separately, Hogarth goes to see her doctor, who explains... Treatment can take years for ALS, or even decades. Hogarth wants to use something not yet legal in the U.S. because it's quicker. Oh, uh, also, early in the episode, the Super's kid almost got himself killed and Jessica saved him. After being blamed for it, the Super finds out uh, Jessica saved the kid and decides not to evict her. And to give her half a bottle of some kind of alcohol. Yeah, I, uh, I think that was Maker's Mark. Uh, cool, I wasn't paying yeah. attention. All right. Okay. <laughs> It was right. not something that I drink, so I didn't care. Yeah, fair. All right, going on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming. Go ahead, Al. Wow us with your fast fact. All right. Uh, so in this episode, at some point, Hogarth goes to buy uh, some kind of uh, medication, uh, and she needs to spend 2,900 rubles on whatever this is. Uh, translating that to U.S. currency, that's about 46 U.S. dollars in today's money. Uh, given that this was made in 2018, it would have been a little bit different, but I looked, the, uh, I looked at the five-year graph, and it's about the same. 
Okay. Yeah, I think you maybe misunderstood. That's a suicide medication that she's looking at. Uh, oh, I completely missed that. I thought that's. I thought that was like a medication she was no, considering. She, but oh no, that she went to talk to her doctor about. It's yeah, the doc, she she wanted to know about cutting edge stuff, and she says like maybe decades away from an, a breakthrough. And then she was like, she wanted assisted suicide, so she didn't have to suffer like her father did. Ah, uh, okay. I completely misunderstood that part yeah. of the conversation. I guess I thought, yeah, okay. Well, she spends forty six dollars in today's money on that. Well, that's um, why she seems so conflicted. It's not like she had this. She's worried about the money. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. Uh, All right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, the title "God Help the Hobo" um, comes from a line in this episode. Luckily enough, they when they find out that Inez Green or possibly AKA Doctor Hansen, because we still don't know who this person is. Is homeless. Mm-hmm. Just says God help the hobo that crosses her wrong. So, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. pretty easy. Um, also, God help Inez Green, who we meet in this, who's been like her life ruined by working for IGH. So, also, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's another similarity to the Lost Metal, the book I was reading and I talked about last week. But oh. mm-hmm. yeah. Because they find the person who was like dealing with them, and then she's like a little paranoid and off her rockers as well. All right, Tony. When do, do you know when the book came out? I'm wondering if the, the book copied this season you know, or if it was the opposite. The book was my most anticipated book of the year this year. It came out like the middle of November. Oh, well, so, of twenty twenty two. Of twenty twenty two. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, it definitely copied this entire season. Um, do you want to? I mean, I guess you already know what happens in the book because you've you've seen this show before. So that's true. Um, Maybe I'll spoilers. just yeah. yeah, yeah. No, is there's a lot more. I mean, there are superpowers. Uh, one of them is like a weapon of God, the the God of that world. So I guess, I guess it's a little different because I don't think religion comes out that often into Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's more of a daredevil thing. Yep. Um, so, uh, I don't, I should do this more often. I don't usually look up, like, the writers or directors of each episode. Um, Mm -hmm. but I did notice the director in the opening credits is Deborah Chow, who had, this year, directed every episode and led, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show on Disney+. Plus. So, yeah. I knew I had seen that name, like, once you, once you said it. I thought, oh, that sounded very familiar. Okay. Yeah. She also directed episodes of The Mandalorian, so that's probably where she got on Dave Filoni and John Favreau's uh, list in their radar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's like, hey, I know that person. So I should maybe look up the writers and uh, directors, but I probably will not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much more work. It really is. Like looking on IMDb for two additional things, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. And they um, changed the the UI recently on IMDb, so it's like a lot harder to find stuff. Yeah, I mean it's probably easier. It's just not where I expected to be or you expected to be, so it's terrible. No, no, it's it's harder. It's 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 harder for oh. every single person. Mm-hmm. Okay, they did that good, on purpose. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> They, it's because they want me to sign up for IMDb Pro, and they'll have the option to go back to the old one. 
That might be it. I, I, I genuinely believe some companies do stuff like that. Oh, I'm sure. I am 100% sure. Um, so the magazine cover that uh, Malcolm and Trish are on, uh, the sidebar has a story that says, Heady Wolf uh, clashes with Gal Pal. Heady Wolf is a character from uh, Patty Walker's um, comics. Like, when she, in the comics, she was like a teen uh, romance comics. Uh, so, yeah, like, her best friend in that was Heady Wolf, so it's an Easter egg to that. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, this episode is the only credit for a stunt woman named Jessica Jones. So apparently she will only work on shows named after her. <laughs> or So the, yeah. the the stunt woman actress, her real life name is Jessica Jones? Yeah, her real life name is Jessica Jones, which was an Easter egg I found on IMDb, and I look, click on her name, and her only credit is for this movie, or this episode. <laughs> like, of all <laughs> things. Oh, so- Oh my god. I wonder if she just got horribly hurt. I don't think so, because like when someone gets horribly hurt, then you look on IMDb, they'll mention it. Oh, okay. Alright, that's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Like, um... I definitely remember... Because I'll just do IMDb, because I'm a nerd. Uh, someone died in Deadpool. A stunt person. Either Deadpool 1 or Deadpool 2. Oh. And in Back to the Future 2. A stunt person died. I remember both those being on IMDb. So, okay, got yep. it. Um, in a happier thing, uh, superhero landing number one hundred twenty-seven, uh, aka Doctor Hansen, aka Inez Green, aka we don't know who this person is, landing behind the guy hired by Bryce before brutally murdering him. So superhero landing number one twenty-seven. So yeah, that was happier. Not a real death. <laughs> that silence, Al. You're, I think you're judging me now. <laughs> a little. Just just a tad. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. <laughs> um, let's move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I something. never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and... Uh, Fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. Uh, Because we need to talk about something more upbeat, like the modern day Carol Burnett, Jessica Jones. Um, Who, you know, her life is so upbeat and happy, she's already in anger management. That's right, exactly. You you loop around, and that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, mean, mo- so one of the, hmm? I mean, a lot of comedians are tragic figures who just smile to uh, um cope with the anger or sadness in their lives. So Jessica, she's always laughing. So it must be because of that, right? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so. Before we like do anything specific um, with Jessica, her like just an overarching theme of this episode uh, is uh, her de- uh, being angry, right? Dealing with anger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, her first scene of the episode, she's at anger management, uh, and oh boy, does she just 
like go and, and list like, oh yeah, her life is is pretty bad. That sucks. Um, to be fair, everyone else when we saw their stories, that was that was also just bad. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, in the episode, there are other times where Jessica starts getting angry and kind of starts a little bit of losing control. And she's noticing it too. Like there was also that scene uh, <clears throat> where she's threatening uh, Maximilian and she just punches a hole through his car, through the, the hood of his car. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has to like step away and, and all that stuff. And, and like Trish was like, even Trish didn't want her to do that, which I feel like if Trish says you're, you're getting a little too, uh, Violent. too angry a little too yeah violent uh you, you got a problem there mm-hmm. yeah trish isn't the <laughs> best at controlling her emotions so <laughs> that's yeah. right well i think this episode in particular and maybe the season though i don't remember most of it so we'll see how it goes but it's about jessica being at a crossroads is she going to submit to her anger and probably live the rest of her life by herself or is she going to let people into her life? Is she going to be a Hogarth? Or is she going to be a literally any better person? Maybe a Malcolm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think I'll ever see Jessica as a Malcolm. Because Malcolm is a <laughs> the opposite type of person from Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Malcolm, I mean, his life was very different before Kilgrave showed up and, like, completely ruined it. Right? Yes. Like he he was like, I forgot what he was going to school. Was he going to be a lawyer or something? He was he was going to school for something. Um, but yeah, he was college kid. His yeah. parents. I mean, they even explain it in a, like an episode or two ago that you know he grew up doing um, you know Habitat for Humanity, you know all mm-hmm. that stuff. But like close family seems to be like a, a theme and stuff that he said. Um, Jessica didn't have that, so she yeah. doesn't have that base at least to like. All right, this horrible thing happened. Now try to pull yourself out of it, at least. Yeah, um, she had probably a good like ten or twelve years. I'm not sure exactly how old she was at the accident, and then she mm-hmm. lost her family, and then had to deal with Trisha's mom uh, for the rest yeah. of her life, and then killed her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like as she kind of unloads on the anger management group, she had a rough life. Also, I've never seen someone ever destroy a rubber ball. Not even like literally. Thor and the Hulk threw a rubber ball at that window, and the ball was not destroyed. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that ball was made out of rubber. Honestly, it could have been like a bowling ball and just bounced like that because of the super strength. But still. It, <laughs> that's Okay, yeah, that's possible. Well, maybe, maybe Jessica broke it in her hand and then threw it. I guess, maybe. Okay, yeah, that's it. Like we're grasping at straws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that was the that ball's superpower is it was super weak. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But so it's I a twenty-eight cent store rubber ball. Exactly. I agree with the facilitator. If someone is so angry that they break the rubber ball against the wall, I'd sign that paperwork too and just let her go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, she she shared with the group, at least. You know, she she started. She's new to it. So, okay, baby steps. It's progress. Yep. Um, Let's see. So next uh, big scene. I don't know if I skipped stuff, but we may have. We'll see. Um, 
the super's kid i wrote super kid so that's not right the super's <laughs> kid comes to her office mm-hmm. um, yeah this kid is infatuated with jessica uh mostly because he doesn't want to deal with his parents first of all who are arguing upstairs mm-hmm. but also she he's the she's the closest thing to a superhero he's ever met and this kid he's a kid in the world with superheroes hell yeah, exactly. there are kid there are kids in the world without superheroes who'd be impressed by a superhero. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he climbs out the window to see if she'll save him, and then he she has to save him. Yeah. Um. I mean, that kid got super lucky because she doesn't have the like flying powers or anything. So. Yeah. And and she didn't tell him that afterwards, so he thinks she can do it again. I hope not. <laughs> I hope. Same. <laughs> He just doesn't do that. She needs to go downstairs, like when later when she's on good, better terms with the super, like after he rejects her later in this episode. He needs to go downstairs and this is what I can do. This is what I can't do. Live your life accordingly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Listen, I'm just strong. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. She gets a little tough. I can jump from the top of a building and fall to the bottom of the street but that's it yeah but she can't like propel herself downward so if he fell before her she won't get hurt when she lands on the ground but she will land next to your ruined body exactly Mm -hmm. again comedy show Mm -hmm. hilarious yep uh yeah the super not happy uh watch your kid i mean honestly that was not Jessica's fault. Yeah, which he, exactly. which he realizes. Know. Yeah, yeah. At least eventually later he apologizes and all that. Um, yeah, but yeah, I know it's a sitcom and they need to set things up for later. But that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a weird way to yeah. do it. We'll have a callback, I'm sure. <laughs> um, let's see. So the wig shop happens. I don't know if we have anything for that. Uh, but the next big thing that happens is they go to Max's set because <laughs> Trish tells her about going to Max and the terrible thing. Well, does she already know about the terrible thing that she did to Trish? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Jessica knows because uh, th- that that's the thing Trish actually said previously that that Jessica knows. She yeah. just tries to forget about it too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they need more records from IGH and from the hospital. So they talk to him. He's a real messed up dude, thinking he was in love with a six, 15 year old. Uh, mm-hmm. which, when he so, was 40. Yeah, when he was 40. Jess yeah. is justified in destroying his car. I don't know if the courts will say it that way, but he can't sue her because then his statutory rape would also come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's really lucky that they needed him alive and Trish was there because uh, his head, he would be tied up in the bottom of the ocean next to the body of Simpson. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, oh, great. We have to go out here again. Uh Yep. Keep driving. Well, it's like a couple hours out or something. I don't I don't, I don't know. It, it feels like yeah. it's further out from the city. And then like they well, it's probably it would probably be better because they'd have to drive out there. They would find Simpson wash up on the shore because Jessica didn't throw him far enough and then she'd have to shop bo- 
both of them. <laughs> and hopefully oh, get far enough. Great. Yeah. Good thing Such there are no... Yep. Yep, that's true. All right, where do we go next? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so let's see. So they, they do eventually get some information. They, they get the files, at least, um, from the hospital um, because of Max. And so um, Jessica actually does team up with Trish this time. Like previously, mm -hmm. she keeps telling Trish, no, you can't join. It's, it's dangerous and all that stuff. But she isn't able to stop Trish. So the two of them go together. Um, and can, uh, can we mm -hmm. talk about them getting ready to leave? <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about Trish pulling out the, the giant gun? That and the taser to Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I mean... It's good thinking, right? Like they they yeah. know that this other person is stronger than Jessica, or at least the same strength. They have no idea, you know, how tough she is, right? Because the, these powers do seem to be seemingly random, right? They're they're very inhuman yeah, in that true. sense, and so uh, yeah, they have no idea. So I guess the logic is at least sound, right? If this other person has similar powers to Jessica, then mm -hmm. I guess test something. Yeah, it strikes me as very similar to Tony hitting the roof in Iron Man 1 when he was mm -hmm. testing out the the repulsors. Sorry. <laughs> when he was testing out the yeah. repulsors. Uh, well, kind of. I mean, yeah, it, it was a funny moment to see it. Like, huh? Yeah. Um, in Tony uh, testing those out, he, he put them at like, what, 10%? He was like, oh, let's make these really low. And haha, -ha, funny moment. In this, it was like, all right, does it work or not? Oh, God, that hurts so much. It'll work. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more... Um, I mean, technically, Trish is an ally and not Jessica herself. But the self-inflicted pain. It's just... Maybe it's because maybe it's I'm a terrible person, but I think that's funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree with that statement. Um, yeah. So, yeah. We could go back to what we were talking about, them going to the homeless camp. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, they get some information on uh on Inez. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um they're they're kinda led astray, um, in, in the sense that the this guy didn't exactly know what he was talking about, but he knew enough that they, you know, what building to go to to, to find mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um they wake her up. Uh luckily they didn't just walk in on her because if Trish used that taser, because we, as far as we know, Inez is a regular person after we meet her, uh, she'd be dead. <laughs> I thought she did use the taser. Did Wait, what, the what taser? Trish, Trish attacked her, right? She, like Trish attacked her and knocked her out. I thought it was with the taser. Oh, I thought it was because tr Trish used a uh, super, um, super inhaler. She did do that, but she got very aggressive, and, and I, I uh, thought that that's what that was. Like, I, I I do remember specifically they knocked her out. They they did it. Yeah, her. yeah. Um, and it was Trish. I just don't remember what she did exactly. Um, but well, yeah, I, I assume the inhaler is making her more aggressive and angry and less control. You know, similar to Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about that in Trisha's section. I mean, I assume. I mean, I could literally go back and watch it, but I'm not because we're recording, <laughs> and I should have remembered this, but I didn't. I just assume if it knocked Jessica out, then that teaser <laughs> would kill a regular person. 
Or knock or, them out for even longer. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> they, they knock her out, and then the next scene is like two days later. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they wake her up and find out that she was a patient. Or no, she was a former nurse. Um, mm-hmm. And got uh, her back broken at one point by meat-faced person. Mm-hmm. Meaty, meaty face. Uh, actually, that's, probably no, Hanson, that's a good right? Name. Yeah, meaty, meaty <laughs> face. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. a good super villain name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do they find any more information from her? No, that, that's it. Um, I mean, they get a little bit about the event, you know, that night because yeah. you know, Inez was thrown through a window. Um, this and... mystery woman flat out killed another nurse. Yeah. I think that's it, yeah. So, yeah, then they head back to the apartment, but they find out that there's been a murder. <gasps> a murder she most foul. Yeah, yelling out, that's not me, like, she, claiming she isn't the killer. I mean, she's got an alibi. <laughs> that's true, right? yeah. she's Yeah, she's got Trish there. Um, yeah. There's Inez also, but... I mean, on one hand, I think they're trying to protect her because, like, they, that's why they were mm-hmm. trying to take Inez to like get her away from potentially being killed by this mystery woman. So, yeah. uh, I guess avoid that one. But she she had her phone on her. I'm sure the phone was tracking her location the entire time, like all that's phones true. do. Yeah, so, yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, no, Jessica would have a VPN. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, well. Uh, <laughs> not getting to it. That's not that's not stopping it. Yeah, no, VPN okay. isn't going to stop that. I'll, I'll, okay. just, I'll stop with that. Yeah, we don't need to get into technical stuff. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see if her alibi holds up next episode, or if the preceding eight episodes are just her in prison and dealing with court. That's the yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, one thing we skipped over is uh, the super coming to thank her for saving uh, his son. Yeah, one of the side stories with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tears up the eviction. Um, and they share a, probably more than a couple drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. One thing I do like that she says to him is that she's not a misanthrope. Uh, she doesn't hate all people. She might hate <laughs> most people, but not all of them. <laughs> It's not her default. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. It's not... Uh, yeah, never mind. Okay. It probably is her default to hate a person, and then she has to learn about them, and then she can like them, maybe. Yeah. Um, I find, like... It's important to talk about, like, her misanthropy and just, like, people's misanthropy in general. Um, I hate... Uh, I'm going to use this word, like misanthropic uh, storytelling. I was talking to mm-hmm. some friends uh, recently. I think I've talked to you about this before. But like, um, oh, God, my brain's blanking. Um, the animated superhero show, Invincible. Uh, mm-hmm. Watching Invincible versus watching The Boys. I like Invincible a lot. I hate the show The Boys. Because <laughs> the boys is misanthropic. Like, they're both as violent as each other and both have some really messed up things, at least from the four episodes of the boys I've seen. Um, okay. But 
I the characters in Invincible, at least the uh, primary the protagonist believes like humanity deserves to be saved, and the boys is just like everyone is a terrible person. Um, I'm glad yeah. Jessica's not a misanthrope because I can like her. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, on on you know, just comparing those two shows, right? With with Invincible, like you as a person think that the these this main character or a couple of these main characters are good people, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're they're nice, that kind of stuff. You know, things are, are going on uh, with something like the boys. Every single person there uh, is an absolute horrible person. Yep. Um, I have not watched any of the show, but I read the comic, unfortunately, and it was. Uh, I guess with the exception of one person, maybe, maybe two. Yeah, that they're all horrible. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I I tried watching that show. Everyone raves about that show, and I watched like the first four episodes. Like, nope, too much. But um, and Jessica, you can look at Jessica Jones and say she's a <laughs> uh, misanthrope. She hates everybody, and that's just like it's not true. She cares about her very select group of people. Um, Trish, end of list. Uh, actually, Malcolm too. <laughs> well, it's not just that. She also does help innocent people. Like, she yeah. does do heroic things in a different heroic way. Like, the entirety of the first season, she was mm-hmm. trying to stop uh, Killmonger. Wait, nope. Kill, nope. Killgrave. Killgrave. Uh, <laughs> sorry, so that, that first half. So the same. Uh, Killgrave. She was trying to stop Killgrave and get him to essentially kind of give himself up. Mm-hmm. In order to prove that that one other girl uh, did not kill her family, right? Yeah. Because that, that was the first episode. Kilgrave showed up and he told her mm-hmm. to kill her parents. And then she was arrested and all that stuff. Um, at any point in time, Jessica could have just ignored her. You know, the the, the girl, she she could have, oh, yeah. well, hell, she could have just killed uh, Kilgrave at any point and, in time, too. And she and thought it about it, too. it would a public spectacle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was, She kept, stre- like... She kept going back and forth, right? So, uh, you know, if she was a misanthrope, she would have just done that. Mm-hmm. She, she would have ignored the girl. She would have let her rot in jail. Um, yeah, all that stuff. But she didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, as much as this comedy is kind of a downer, I do love her character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And plus, you know, every so often she has some good one-liners. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Right. Anything else for Jessica? Uh, nope. No, just looking through my notes really quickly. Nothing else. Uh huh. All right. Same here. Cool. All right. Well, since that's our one and only hero of this show, which God, it feels so weird doing that, moving from like seven people from Agents of Shield. Um, Don't worry, Al. So uh, eventually, we'll do like another Avengers movie, and we'll never finish with the heroes. All right, six months away from that. Okay, let's take a quick break, then we'll get back to this. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. All right, everyone. Um, I will dye my hair from time to time. As of right now, it's green. But dyeing hair is a hassle. Sometimes uh, the color doesn't stick and you have to try again. Maybe you need to bleach your hair and it almost always gets in your eyes. Tony, what's the solution to this everyday hassle? Not dyeing your hair. 
That's right, wigs. And you only want the best wigs. You want wiggly wigs. Do you want a wig of your exact hairdo but a different color? Then you want wiggly wigs. Do you want a wig that can double as a bird's nest? Then you want wiggly wigs. Do you want a wig? A single wig, just, just the one. Then you want wiggly wigs. Right now, there are only three wig makers in your town that can produce high-quality human hair wigs. But with any luck, soon the other two will go out of business for <clears throat> unforeseen consequences. After that, you'll have to go to wiggly wigs. But it's more like a, yay, I have to go to wiggly wigs, than a, yay, I have to go to wiggly wigs situation. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free guide on how to put a wig on. I think you just put it on your head. Actually, it's not true. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, God. I have um, no idea what's involved, but I know it's a pain. Uh, this past Halloween, uh, my wife uh, had a wig for her costume. And it took us, both of us, like at least 45 minutes to figure out the best way to put on the wig. Although she's like, she has long hair. So it was mostly a hair volume problem. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Oof. Okay. <laughs> um. Don't know what your theme is. I had some theories. Didn't line up with any of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one, I, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Uh, last week, not as clear as I've been doing it. This one, a little bit a little bit clearer. Well, that's throwing me off because I was like, I'm pretty sure after the last week. But now, God damn it, Al. <laughs> Don't worry. I've got what, eight uh, more or nine more weeks. <laughs> All, right. All right. I am curious. What did you think it is? Uh well I was like okay so you had that one episode where you were like talking about stealing picnics or stealing lunches and then last week it was all about the hot dogs it's like it has something to do with food and there was no food mentioned at all <laughs> yeah it has nothing to do with food <laughs> okay <laughs> crossing uh, stuff off hey play at home uh if you think you know what the theme is for these ads uh send us a message on MCU uh, sorry, on Twitter, we are at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, we're not going to give out prizes because we don't have any, but we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Especially if you get yeah. it oh. before me, because I record like weeks ahead of everyone else. If you guys still get it before me, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Um... We've got Price and not Dr. Hansen, not Inez, uh, what's her last name? Uh, Green. I, I'm just, I'm still going with the mystery woman. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's, let's start with her, the, the powered person. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, so you see, I have mm. one note and it combines <laughs> both of them. <laughs> oh, Bryce okay. sends a guy to steal Jess's stuff and he gets murdered by not Dr. Hansen. Yep, yeah, because, I mean, she only shows up for the one scene right at the end. Um, yeah. The main characters just spent the episode trying to find her. Um, 
yeah, she, I, she is, um, how do I, how do I say this? She's brutal in killing yeah. a person, it seems. Yeah, she just. I mean, that's why her supervillain name is the Quarter Pounder. That's right. Mm-hmm. She will <laughs> pound you into death. You can't pound you into a quarter of what you were once were. Yes. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And then Price Chang uh, wants to uh, <laughs> wants to steal all of this whatever it is. Jessica's yeah. do. I, what What is his plan? Okay, his plan, so he says, when they're on a call together, he says something to the effect of, she's got to be into some weird stuff. So he wants dirt on her by stealing all the files she has and think, oh, she must be doing some weird stuff that I can blackmail her with or get her arrested with or something like that. Okay, I feel like stealing the contents is a bad way to do that. Um, maybe you want to go in and take pictures and then figure it out and then use that for the blackmail or getting her arrested because now you're in possession of this stuff (laughs) not i mean not if he's hiring this guy who in his mind might be untraceable and he's like tell me if you find anything interesting i'll pay you x hundreds or thousands of dollars but it's never in his possession Okay, all right. I guess that that works. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to my notes. I guess we could talk about when Price uh, dropped by Hogarth's, Hogarth's office as well, which I had in the Hogarth section. But yeah, yeah, he he shows up a little bit in with other people. Mm-hmm. He's never yeah. a, a just a lone character. Yeah. Um. So he drops by her office and is kind of angry that Hogarth ripped up whatever papers she ripped up last week. Which again, mm-hmm. I don't know enough to know what those were. Um, but he goes off on uh, about Jessica calling her a freak show and an aberration um, being really anti-gifted people I don't know what you'd call that prejudice at least oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, my you know, thought that's thing that... oh go ahead sorry I just wanted to say that's something that I feel like that shows up more often in this show than anything else like uh, prejudice against people with powers um, mm-hmm. that happened in the first season at least once. I mean, it's happening here. Um, it it kind of gets brought up in other future things in the MCU, but yeah, not a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess one division, but that's about it. It was yeah, really just yeah. one person. Yeah, and that's a um, and uh, Spider Man uh, No Way Home, uh, the first part when they think he murdered Mysterio. Yeah, that's true. And that's I guess a lot of, a of that thing. is probably... Yeah, it's more of a murder thing, but at the same time, it's also probably like a... Uh, we hate... Uh, these These are some people who already dislike people with powers, and so then now they have something to grasp onto. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. the reason they do it in Jessica Jones is because um, at this point, there's only, like, um, there's only two heroes who are well known to the public their regular names who aren't like associated with the avengers right it's jessica Mm -hmm. and luke and luke's deal is he's a likable hero of harlem (laughs) so (laughs) they like him the thing is jessica Mm -hmm. is 
I mean, she's a terrible person to everyone else. Like, she's not likable. <laughs> I mean, she's likable for as a character, but as, if if I knew her, oh my god, I would hate her. Oh yeah, totally. You're like, like you would only deal with her if you have to in that yeah. specific situation, which I think is why Hogarth likes her. Hmm. I mean, yeah, Hogarth sees herself in that. I think you mentioned that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One thing else is the thing that Hogarth sees with uh, Price. Price calling her a freak show and aberration. I wonder if that makes um, Hogarth uh, think of like being a lesbian in the 80s and 90s uh, when it was obviously during the AIDS uh, epidemic and stuff like that. Um, it was harder for her to be seen as a person and probably being called things like this. So she probably hates Price more. I mean, she fires Price. Or no, Price quits, right? Well, she won't uh, take Price. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, they, yeah. She won't take Price, and then Price gives her a refund of the money she gave him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also, it's not just, like, from the 80s. It's also yesterday, depending on I mean, where you are. That's true. I mean, I, yeah. California is better than most places, but still not 100% great. <laughs> Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's in New York, which I feel like is a similar vein. But like, if she travels or things like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a thing that pops up. So, yep, yep. It's right. it. She she is reminded of this. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. She's also the only reason I say the eighties and nineties. Well, first of all, it was much more pronounced back then. But also, she probably wasn't as rich back then. And nowadays, she doesn't seem like the type of person who leaves New York. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. she knows the things that she likes, the the finer things in life, and then mm-hmm. uh she just spends her vast amount of money on that. Yeah. Which I guess thankfully for her are all in New York. Yep. Um yeah. So I mean, I guess we're done talking about Bryce. Bryce. <laughs> I keep yeah. calling him Bryce. Bryce. Um <laughs> yeah. I guess we oh, can move uh, on. Oh, go ahead. I mean, Price tried to Hire Malcolm? I, I don't know if that you want oh, to yeah. move on it because that's no, also that, Malcolm. That's true. I think I might have had that in the Malcolm section. Um, but yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> um, okay, sure. Yeah, I uh, don't have much else. <laughs> he low blows, and like he does these low blows. Uh, he quotes his dad to him. Uh, who? Oh, yeah. He he does, probably doesn't know why he's estranged to his father. He doesn't know about the mind control, but he knows about the mm-hmm. drugs. And he knows that that's probably a very sore spot for him. So mm-hmm. wanting to get him his dad's good graces is probably possibly a lever. And I think it works, honestly. We'll talk about what Malcolm does right afterwards. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. But yeah, that's basically it for Price. He's just being an ass to yep. Jessica. I mean, like like I kind of called out in the uh uh in, in the in the intro, the the summary of the episode, like he got his feelings hurt, his manhood hurt, and now mm-hmm. he's angry at Jessica. Is it? Yeah, and he's is trying it to... just because. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say he's trying to take away all her sports. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes after Trish next, but he tries to take away Malcolm. Tries to take away her business, and Hogarth. She he doesn't realize that, but Hogarth. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Is it just because she broke his arm? Is it that part? Or, like, if she didn't break his arm, 
would he have done the same? Would he still be doing this? I think um, he may have cut his losses already. Uh, but I think he's also – he tried to buy her out, Absorber, and mm-hmm. she said no. And I doubt he's told no very often, right? Yeah, he definitely seems like that kind of guy. Yeah, and he even if she didn't – wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if she didn't physically assault him, he uh, – she made him look bad in front of the guy who lost his dog. That's true, Yeah. 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 Also, um, she made him look. I mean, when she was beating him up, the entire office was there. They saw it, so he also felt like a loser from that that perspective, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like and he it's can't not, defend himself. Yeah, it's not just the fact that he was beat. Like I get the feeling it was because he was beat by a woman. Yeah, he seems like that kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm done talking about this asshole and then uh <laughs> max got his car ruined uh so good good for them so let's just talk about guys in the chair <laughs> all right that sounds good guy in the chair i think that's what i want to do is help people with abilities no 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 not those three wombats no way uh, you want to start with Malcolm, since we were just kind of talking about him with Price? Sure. So, uh, after the meeting with Price, mm-hmm. he finally stands up to Jessica. Uh, he doesn't want to go with Price, but she, he needs to be taught, he wants to be able to help people, and he wants to get paid. <laughs> uh, a specific amount. I'm sure he was being paid before. Just not a lot. I don't... Jessica refuses to uh know that he's not like i don't think she ever hired him and she keeps firing him i think he probably like raids her fridge and pays himself it's probably something like that a pay himself what he thinks is fair yeah it's it's a weird situation but he still has rent and yeah that's true buy groceries and stuff so i don't know how much he gets and how um but now he's like a specifically 20 percent commission of of things so like yeah okay cool something i mean this is my privilege talking but i'm always at a loss of how junkies have homes in to begin with i mean a lot of them don't but a lot of them do Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. well how was he making well he was i was going to ask how was he making money before he's probably being paid by um uh, Kilgrave, like not paid, but his bills paid, so he can be next to Jessica. Yeah, that's a good point. Make sure that he yeah. stuck around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so yeah, he definitely needs money now that Kilgrave is no longer among the living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, he's coping much like Jessica's coping with uh, her trauma. Is he's sleeping around? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, he also has said he is an addict. Um, and yeah. he's, he said that a couple of times, right? Uh, and so he he has those addiction tendencies. Um, like you know, as we see in this episode, he was talking to a girl and forgot her name. Uh, mm-hmm. But we've been seeing as the season goes on, you know, um, you know, he keeps meeting these girls in apps, and that's a 
addictive tendency start you know really leaking through for him mm -hmm. yeah uh so in the scene where they go into jessica's apartment and almost walk in on the guy uh stealing jessica's work mm -hmm. um the per the woman he's with you don't see her until the lights come on in a little while but like mm -hmm. at first i thought it was madison with a y but not where you think <laughs> it sounded <laughs> like her <laughs> Definitely that style of person, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it uh, would have been hilarious, though, if it was. Ugh. I mean, even oh, if it was just, like, the same actress. You know, they'll do that sometimes. <laughs> like, that would have been amazing, but it wasn't. <laughs> uh, oh, well. <laughs> um, anything else for Malcolm? Uh, no, no, that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, who do we want to go to next? Uh, I guess Hogarth. Okay. Uh, so yeah, she's looking for a miracle cure to the ALS. Um, mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. not happening. Yeah, she was really hoping her money would help, but I guess it didn't. Um, yeah, actually, she did seem a little reasonable from that perspective. She was thinking her money would help, but she was thinking maybe she can get a uh, some kind of medication that isn't legal in the U.S. Or fully tested, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. She wants the bleeding edge stuff. Which, again, mm -hmm. in the MCU, I'm sure exists. She just needs to be able to find it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I find it interesting, uh, she calls Jessica about uh, finding anything on the partners, which Jessica hasn't yet. Um, nothing useful, anyway. Mm -hmm. But but he she thanks Jessica for her work. Which is probably the first time she said thank you in, like, the last 15 years. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's just, like, I find it interesting. Like, she's she's realizing she has nobody. And mm -hmm. she wants to keep her one not... I, mean, I won't say good relationship, but, it's like, unfortunately, her relationship with Jessica might be her healthiest relationship. <laughs> uh unfortunately yeah that does sound true um yeah i mean she she talked about her dad and how he dealt with yeah i forgot what it was i don't think it was als brain cancer brain cancer. okay got it um and i i, I think she, i guess she was there to help him at, at least her maybe other people but yeah like you said if she's realizing she doesn't have help and she does not want to go through that hell alone mm -hmm. um yeah now is probably a good time to become better friends with whatever you consider a friend mm -hmm. yeah that's true um or like hope, hoping someone comes to her funeral honestly yeah there were that yeah. Mm -hmm. um yeah uh moving on to trish yeah that sounds good uh she stole simpson's super inhaler um, which gave her extra strength and a better night vision and also made her super aggress aggressive. Mm -hmm. I just had a thought earlier, uh, especially when you talked about her bringing out that giant gun, right? Mm -hmm. How interesting would it be if she hooked up with Frank Castle and Karen Page? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was a character. Yeah, uh, with some kind of weird team up. Oh God, she would. 
I'm sure Trish and Karen know each other, right? (laughs) Uh, You know, that's at a minimum, I'm sure they know of each other. I don't know if they've met, but considering they are both in a type of journalism, right? Yeah, they're both in journalism. They were in the same place in Defenders. They could have spoken. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were both at the um, the police station. Precinct. Yeah. The precinct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, they might I, have actually spoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it doesn't happen. Spoiler alert: Trish is not in Punisher season two. <laughs> I feel like she would have been a really good addition to the Punisher season two. I I'm, I'm trying to imagine like, can't like. Trish being like all in, like yeah, let's go, let's let's kill them, and then Frank being like. No, you're not ready. Yeah. You're just gonna die, and then I'm gonna have to save you. And then he like just takes the gun, and then she's like, "Give me the gun back." He's like, "No, if you could hold your own, I wouldn't have been able to take the gun from you." Or like, I feel like they would just be arguing. Yeah, no, I I feel like I I think you're partially correct, but I feel like mm-hmm. uh, Frank finding someone who will go further than he will. And him trying uh, to bring someone else in is like would be a really interesting dynamic. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Because Trish just wants to go in for it. Yeah, but yeah. then again, she's also just the aggressive type of person, right? Frank is at least thinking about you know tactically what's the exactly. better thing to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, put Frank in the like how Daredevil and Frank's relationship were was in Daredevil season two. <laughs> put put Frank in the Daredevil role. Whoa, 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 hold on. Yes, we're going to blow their heads off, but we need to think about it beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, she's also a super aggressive driver when she's on the evil inhaler. Yes. Yeah, she's just aggressive in general. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's all I really have for Trish. Yeah, same here. Um... Not too much else with her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, we that we haven't talk. spoken about. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have any other things for guys in the chair? I don't. No, I think we're good to move on. Okay. Uh, I also have plan. nothing for twelve. I also have nothing for twelve percent. Hey, me neither. Um, <laughs> all right, let's rate the episode, Al. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself. 12% with credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am groomed. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? All right, Tony, how many um, aggression inhalers do you rate this episode? Hmm. I mean, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Not as much as last episode. I think I'll give it a 3.5. I think the season started slow and it's getting better, honestly. I, I do think it's it's improving a little bit, but I'm I'm still keeping mine at, at 3 out of 5. Yeah. Same, same as last week. Um, you know, not a bad episode. You know, some, we're getting storyline bits and all that stuff. Things are kind of coming together. Uh, but I, it still, to me, feels pretty slow. Uh, so that's yeah. why I'm I'm kind of dinging it. You know, I like I like the progress. Not so much with Jessica, um, but like Malcolm's storyline and Hogarth's storyline is really interesting to me. 
So especially Malcolm standing up to Jess. <laughs> yeah. We'll see where that goes when you join us next time as we cover Jessica Jones season two, episode five, aka the octopus i hope they go up against hydra remember to follow us uh, on twitter and give us that five star rating as always this is the marvel cinematic rewind signing off have a marvelous day i made it through so far so i know it won't be long i must be almost there already paid my fare with this hobo song and maybe tomorrow, my God will help me settle down. But it ain't tomorrow, so I guess I'll keep moving on. <laughs>